Hi everyone, welcome back to The Big Deal with Olivia and Riley. We are back here after a very long break, longer than we had hoped for after some difficulties last week, but we've got it all worked out. And this week we're talking with you guys about going back to school, starting new habits and goals with the new school year, um, making the most out of this year, and just different lessons that we've taken from past years that we're hoping to bring into this next one. Welcome back to school, and I mean, we started school for us three yeah, a lot days of, ago. Yeah, a lot of people might not even still be in school. I know a I lot know. of South Carolina schools aren't even in back in school yet, but we are. We started August I, 9th. I'm kind of glad we're back in school because... Honestly, me too. I don't mind it. Personally, like, yeah, everybody's complaining about the dress code. Like, yeah, it's hot, but they oh, keep really? it so cold in school that really? it doesn't even matter. I keep matter. hearing people complain about how hot it is no, in school. No, it is so... Well, I'm also cold-natured, so... I was very cold. I don't know. I don't really mind wearing jeans. I don't really I don't think they're either. that much warmer than shorts or anything. Are. Yeah, me too. And also, like, the extra, like, two weeks or so doesn't really help temperature-wise. Mm-hmm. Also, and we'd still be paying for it in June when it'd be hot again. Yeah. Also, I, um, I feel like I get more work done when I'm wearing, like, a cute outfit because I, I feel productive. Yeah, me too. And it's like, you Such girls. just have to romanticize it. Well, anyways, we are talking about some, just like some back to school stuff. We, unfortunately, we're going to do an episode last week, as I'm sure you all know, we had made a huge deal out of it on the Instagram. We were like, oh my gosh, we're back. Yay. How exciting. Because it had been a whole month and we had our whole apology. We're going to have to apologize yeah, again. I'm sorry. So this is our apology for yet another week off. We had a whole apology in the other one, but I won't rehash that out. Um, basically, our last episode, we had some technical difficulties and... Literally, just the voice memos app like froze up and would not let us play the episode, export the ex- episode, edit the episode, add on to it, like literally do anything to it. We could not touch it, and we were like, we had like just started editing it. I just started editing it, and then it just like froze up, and it was very fun. And I tried to figure it out for hours, and eventually we gave up, and we we're like, we'll just re-record. And then we sat down to re-record, mm-hmm. and we were like, actually, we're gonna talk about something new today. So yeah. we decided back to school because it was our first week back now. So. All the thoughts are there in our brains. So apologies for taking the whole month of July off and for also making you guys think you would have an episode last Monday. And we lied. We lied. So. We did intend for it to be there Monday, but it did not work out. But anyways, um, let's see. One of the things we were thinking of with back to school, obviously, it's always a, like a good marker, I feel like, to be resetting your habits and your goals and things like that. So, what advice on setting new habits and goals do you have today, Olivia? Well, first off, I want to highlight the fact that, like, this is the best, 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 best time to, like, start setting new habits, new goals. Um, You literally get a clean slate. And I think that saying is underestimated a lot. But let that sink in. Like, you literally get to start over. You have new classes, new teachers, new people in your classes. You know, you have probably have some new clothes, you know. And so this is a time where you can start new habits. And those can be good or bad, but either, you know, good is what we're looking for. Hopefully good habits. And it makes, like, this time of the year makes it so much easier, too, because the classes are just starting out. So usually you're either, A, reviewing what you learned last year or you haven't even started You're, like, learning yet. Into it. Yeah, so like you can 
you like test you, stuff out. Yeah, as you, you ease like your way things. into your classes, you can also ease your way into new habits that you want to pick up for this um, year. And I think one important thing to mention, she was saying, like, um, about, like, having new classmates and new teachers and all of that. I think it's important to stay open-minded when you're going into new classes. And, like, you might think that class is going to be one thing, but it could be completely mm-hmm. different. You might be excited for a class, and then it turns out being your least favorite class. And you might think you're going to hate one, and then it turns out being your favorite class. So just, like... I think the more that we can try to stay open-minded about our teachers and also about our classmates, the better. Because you never know what somebody's going to be like until you really, like, experience it with them. And even if you've heard from, like, friends and older siblings and things like that, that, like, a teacher is terrible or something, you never know. It really depends person to person. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What? I think one important thing with habits and goals, starting them at the beginning of the school year, is to start them early because, you know, you're going to be like, oh, it's the first week, like, let me just get back into the groove of things, and then I'll worry about, like, being a great person and being my best self <laughs> later on, <laughs> but it's so much easier if you just start straight off the bat, and, like, I honestly, this weekend, I'm probably gonna do some thinking about, like, how I did school last year, and how, like, if I want to do it any differently this year, and, like, what kinds of goals I want to set, and what kinds of habits I want to set, and, like, reflecting on your old ones, I think, can be very valuable in that, and, like, kind of thinking about which habits served you well and which ones didn't and then figuring out what to change from there and like using your goals to sort of or your habits to sort of fuel your goals Mm -hmm. and move them along that's good use your habits to fuel your goals also I kind of touched on this like in the introduction something that really helps with like getting back to school and like making yourself excited for it is really just romanticizing it. I agree. Like, dress cute. I think cute. that helps with anything. Yeah. Just, like, pretend like your life is a Pinterest board. <laughs> and dress cute. And especially, like, in the fall, it's so much fun because, like, you just feel like you're in your coffee shop academia era. And mm-hmm. you are. So You are. You so are. true. I always think it's important to, like, try to find things that make your work more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Whether it's, like, a certain class where you really enjoy the work in there or, like, little things that you can do to make your work more enjoyable. Like, when I have to, like, sit down and crank out some work, I go out on my porch because then I at least can be outdoors. Or I'll go sit in the comfort of my room if I need to do, like, some essay writing. I like to write essays at night, too. I just feel like the vibes are better and I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. And, like, even right now, I have a cup of peppermint tea sitting next to me currently, and it's really setting the vibe. It's really nicely for mm-hmm. this podcast. It is now empty, actually. I just took my last sip while all of you were talking, but it's in a beautiful mug, too. Everybody had to world market to get these cute little mugs. They have blue and orange flowers on them, and it, the handle is a lemon, like a slice of lemon, it looks like, and it's the cutest thing. They were on sale at world market. Everybody had to world market and get these mugs. Oh my gosh, I dropped my marker again. Um, everybody head to World Market and get these mugs, but don't sell them out, because I might go get another one, honestly. Also, while you're there, yeah, going. get Tony chocolate, because it's the best chocolate on the Tony planet, chocolate? I think so. What else does World Market have that's good? They have really good mugs. That's my favorite place to go. If you ever want to get somebody, like, a mug as a gift, yeah. or, like, a teacher a mug, they teacher gifts have... are really good from there, but they have the best mugs, and they're, like, not expensive. They're so cute. They also have really good, um, like picture frames and mm, yeah pillows. they are cute they good cute pillows. pillows they're kind of expensive though they are and expensive. they have like i don't know they just have such fun things it's they have really colorful. good food and candy yeah great I german always, candy like, to go in there and like get a new like worldly 
items yeah, that you haven't like tried before. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. So, there's a world market tangent. right now. I love world market. It's so too. good. I, I used to go there trip. all the time. Yeah, last time I went there was for Keelan's birthday. Me and her have matching mugs, actually. Did she get that same one? Yeah, she has this one, too. Aww. Yeah, I bought her one, and then I was like, actually, I need one for myself, too. Buy your friends matching mugs. That's what you should do in this back-to-school episode. <laughs> Set that as your habit. Your yeah. goal is to buy one friend a matching mug to Yes! But anyways, find the things that can make your work enjoyable, whether that's a cup of tea or a cup of coffee or some juice or some lemonade or just sitting lemonade. outside or doing it with people. Also, mm-hmm. I find that that sometimes can be more fun because then it's like you're in it together and also with habits and goals accountability is super important with habits and also with goals and when you're doing things with people they can help you hold well they can help hold you accountable like for example if you need to crank out a college essay which is one of the things that's been on my list for a couple Mm -hmm. weeks now if you go schedule a little writing date with your friends at starbucks or something or at the library and (laughs) (laughs) sorry Olivia's pointing to herself right now yes we can go do a a writing date Olivia I have written so many drafts of this essay and it's just like none of them feel like the right one yet like the right thing to talk about yet and I feel like I need to find a way to combine them all so that's my problem right now if anybody has any college essay tips if if any of my friends who are in college right now are listening or Olivia's friends who are in college please let us know we're struggling just any tips for any applying tips. in general because yeah, it's stressful. It's so confusing. Like it should. And if not you're confused, be, you're not alone. Us too. It should not. It's like okay, the application process is pretty straightforward, but like the rules and it's like, literally not though. Little, like the application process is not straightforward. Like, yeah, like putting all Don't the information even. in is pretty like. There is no reason I need to type in every single one of my glasses. Like yeah, what? Good point. Good point. Um, it's not like you're gonna look at it. Yeah, um, if you're a senior and you're dealing with college applications and struggling, or if you're doing a really good job, let us know. It or help. colleges if you're, that I'm applying to, if, if you're listening <laughs> to this. Admit me, please. Uh, yeah, maybe do that. And also, like, maybe work on your common app. If I applied to your school, I would love to attend. Yes. Please admit. I promise I'm a good student, and Olivia yeah. is too. And I promise I will Hence utilize your resources. we're talking about back to school. And exactly. We, we really care. School. We just love it, and we're going to do great things at your school. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, accountability with your habits and goals, I feel like, can be really important. So, like, schedule a little date to go with your friends and get work done together, or maybe one day in ILT. I know it can be really hard when you, like, have everybody around you, like, having fun in ILT. Maybe schedule one day with your friends where you all just, like, sit down and put your heads down and keep quiet and just work, but in the comfort of one another. Yeah. Or you can, like, talk just a little bit and be like, oh, do y'all see this? Or, like, what should I say? Because I know so many times I'll have, like, okay, this might not make any sense. But I'll have a feeling of what I want to say, but I don't have the words to say it. Mm. And so if I say it. Yeah. So if I say it really stupidly, it's sometimes easier for, like, other people to help me make the words, like, sound better. Um, Do you have anything else for your goals and habits? Um, let's see, what are some of your, maybe, do you have any goals this year? Or any new habits you want to form? Well, one goal I have for, like, other people that I was talking about oh. today with, what? Setting goals for other people already. Okay, well, like, me too. She said, not me, but you guys, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, not, it's not, like, just my goal. It's, like, a whole student body yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of thing. So, 
basically, I was talking to one of my friends today, and or no, not today, yesterday, and we were talking about how this is me and Riley's senior year. And so we were talking about how... And a lot of ours. This year, and yeah, and a lot of our... Probably most of you guys are seniors. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> like, I feel like this year, everybody's just been so friendly, and everybody has become, like, one big kind of friend group, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like, we all have our little, you know, closer friends, but, like, everybody's so nice to everybody. Um, I feel like there's, like, a camaraderie. With yeah, the, more with people seniors. branch out. And I always and, like, feel like I, we've had that with our class more than other classes yeah. do, where, like... Like, if I see another senior somewhere and I don't know anybody else, I recognize them and I'm, like, I know somebody here now and it's less uncomfortable. Yeah. And, like, I feel like I could go talk to them and they'd invite me in. But I feel like especially this year, because we're all seniors and we know it's our last year together, it's even more so there. Mm-hmm. And so we were talking about that and she was like, why can't every year be like this? Like, that's what she was thinking to herself. And I think, I was just thinking to myself, like, I know... You know, as you go through high school, you're trying to figure yourself out, figure your friends out. But, like, wouldn't it be so cool if every year was, you know, filled with a bunch of, like, huge, what, what's what, camaraderie? And everybody was, like, you know, just genuine, genuinely nice to each other mm-hmm. and reached out to each other. And, like, if you know somebody in your class, you don't just sit down next to them and, like, be like, hey, and then stare at your phone. Like, you oh. actually just, like... Try to make, like, a new friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think talking about traits, like, that friendliness goes a long way mm-hmm. and can really just, like, make an experience that much better. And starting... Another thing, start early with that one because, I mean, I'm sure you all know how awkward it is. It's like if you're on an airplane and you're next to somebody that you don't know and you've, like, been quiet the whole flight. Like, at the beginning of the flight, you were quiet. You didn't say anything. You can't just, like, st- spark up a conversation in the middle of the flight. Like, now it's awkward. Yeah. And I feel like the same sort of goes for classes where, Good like, point. if you didn't talk to them at the beginning of the year, like, and you just, like, start talking to them one day, it's, like, it feels weird. Yeah. I, I mean, it shouldn't. Like, it's not weird. It just does feel weird if you didn't talk to them on, like, the first day and introduce yourself. Because then you're, like, three weeks in and you have to be like, oh, what's your name again? <laughs> I haven't met you. Yeah. You haven't introduced yourself. So friendliness, all around friendliness. Introduce yourself to people you don't know and try to be more zone. friendly with people you do know. Yeah. Go outside your comfort zone. Step outside your little bubble. I know it's hard and it's kind of scary, but I think especially... It pays off. Like, think about it. For those of us who are seniors, like, it's our last year. Like, you don't want to leave high school and be like, man, I wish I had become better friends with this mm-hmm. person, like, looking back on it. And it really does mean a lot to other people as well, I think to like see you stepping out of your bubble and for you to step out of your bubble and be friendly to them as well yeah also one thing that i was thinking about with (laughs) yeah yeah with with traits is um to imitate what you admire so like when you see people who do things that you're like Mm -hmm. wow i wish i was more like that or like you meet somebody who's, like, so friendly and always makes you feel so comfortable or somebody who's so funny. I mean, there's a place for all of us in, like, groups and within our schools. But I also think that, like, if there's something you admire so much in somebody, why not try to imitate it a little yeah. bit? One of my, my coaches, he's always talking about, like, the five people you surround yourself with mm-hmm. and how you become them. And I think we've talked about that before. But I definitely think that that's true. And But it does also take sort of a conscious effort to become more like them. Like, you can't just, like, say hello to them and expect yourself to be like them all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a reason that you become 
the people that you surround yourself with and it's because you admire them and you start to imitate them and I think that can be a good thing as long as you maintain yourself sense of self throughout that we were reading this text in one of my classes today about like self-worth and how it's like not something teacher cadet and not and how it's something like learned Mm. through like your family and who you surround yourself with because it's talking about like you know a child and it's like this kid picks flowers for his mom and his mom is like thank you did you take these from so-and-so's garden so like now he's kind of he thinks of like what giving flowers to his mom is like something that's bad because Mm. like technically like he stole but like just from how she responded and stuff so it kind of goes like to the same thing who you surround yourself with you will start to like determine your self-worth by like all those little things make up how you see yourself and so like if you're hanging out with people that a don't make you feel good about yourself like the beginning of the year is like the perfect time to just kind of like break off because you all have different things going on and it really takes effort to like as life is changing with the new school year to like keep those friendships and make time for them so if you don't want to put effort into those friendships anymore, this is the time to like be like, oh, you know, I can't, you know, slowly like. But also be depart. kind. Yeah, yeah, like, be kind. Don't be don't like. Don't just leave them out to dry. Yeah, and like even explain. Just be like, hey, um, you know, I, like, just need. I don't know. I'm really bad at confrontation, so I'm not the one to say anything about this. <laughs> But maybe just be like, I kind of need a break. Like, I appreciate our friendship in the past, but, like, I don't know if it's working out right now. Or something. I don't know. That sounds more like a breakup, but you get the point. (laughs) And also, I think it's important to understand, as we're, like, coming into the new school year, I feel like sometimes we kind of expect things to be the exact same as we left them in the spring. And then when we come back in the fall, it's all the same. But I think it's also important to remember that relationships and friendships can change, sort of. Mm -hmm. And maybe people that you used to be super happy around or feel super comfortable around you don't necessarily feel that way anymore regardless of maybe they changed or you changed or whatever and there may be new people who you used to not really like to hang around and now you might love to hang around them so I kind of think the friendlier we are and the more people that we expand like our bubble to the higher the chance that we find people that we feel the most comfortable with and not just feeling comfortable with them but like comfortable as in like they don't like they make you feel welcome, yeah. but they also, like, push you to be a better version of yourself. Not, like, letting you Select settle. Yeah. yeah. That type of comfortable. Also, something else that we said we wanted to touch on was balance. Yes. And I was... We were talking a little bit about it before we started recording, and I was thinking back on last year. I've talked about it a couple times, how at the beginning of the school year, I was so underwater in schoolwork and stress and just life was just rolling me over like it was just hit me Mm -hmm. and I think we've talked a lot about balance before yeah and so so that just goes to show that like even we talk about it and it's still like yeah something we struggle with like we were saying like at the beginning of the year this could be a great habit to like start trying to pick up Mm -hmm. or you know like a goal and I was thinking about my struggles with it last um first semester last year's first semester and looking back like I knew I wanted balance but I don't think it was actually possible for Mm. me to be successful and I don't know I don't know what to think about that because like 
obviously I could have stayed up, you know, later and been able to hang out with my friends the next day instead of, or like, you know, do something else, go on a walk Mm -hmm. instead of reading for school. But then I'm losing sleep. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like a give or take thing. And I think depending on where you're at in life, balance is not always going to be so like it's not going to be perfect and I, I think, think that's a good like, question to ask like is is balance always possible I say no I say perfect balance is not always possible there's no yeah. way you're going to be able to balance like you're going to have to like m- lose some sleep or you're going to have to like I don't know maybe not hang out with your friends for two hours and just <laughs> do it for one hour instead you know what I mean? Like, it's never going to be actually balanced. Um, but I think the goal is to get it as close to, you know, equal as possible. And, like, once you feel satisfied and good, then that's that's where you should be, like, shooting for, you know? And I think the key word there is that you said that you don't think perfect balance is achievable. So I think it all sort of, de- like question is balance possible i think it depends on how you define balance if balance for you is completely equally dividing up how you spend your time like oh my gosh okay i'm gonna give 25 percent of my time to friends 25 percent to school 25 percent to family and 25 percent to other things i need to do sleep eat whatever you're probably not gonna be able like that's not really realistic honestly but if we're equating the amount of time we give each of our responsibilities with how much we prioritize them then I do think we can find balance there. If you don't prioritize the social life and you want to spend all your time doing school and extracurriculars and applying to college and all that, then devote 100% of your time to that. But if you want to be, like, if you desire to be more well-rounded and you want to do academics and athletics and have go to social event and work on extracurriculars and still have time for your family and all of that stuff, then I think it's more about figuring out how to divide up your time to make that, like, to help that all fit in there. And we might have to sacrifice some at certain points in our life when, you know, maybe we have a bunch of exams that week and we know that we have a big goal of getting into some college. Maybe you have to change your balance up a little bit that week or for that month. But I think sort of the way I think of it is more like overall balance. Like, Mm -hmm. if you look back on the school year, are you satisfied with how much time you spent with your friends? Or do you wish that maybe you had settled for one point lower on a test so that you could have gotten out of the house at least once that week. Yeah. You know? And I also think it's all about trade-offs, too. Like, are you willing to give up that one point? Or maybe your future demands that one extra point on a test. Maybe it's that much, that Mm -hmm. important to you that you get that one extra point. And if that's true, then go for it. Study. There's nothing wrong with that. It all just depends on where your priorities lie. And I think it's also important to find people that understand your priorities. Like, if you have friends that understand that, for you, maybe school comes first. For you, maybe football comes first. For you, maybe your friends come first. It's important that your friends feel the same way and can understand when you have times where you maybe can't devote as much time to them. And, Does that make sense? Yeah. And also, when it comes to grades, I know there's people that will be, like, really frustrated with getting, like, a 97. And mm-hmm. other people will get angry at them for, like, being frustrated in that. But I think it is completely okay to be frustrated with a grade that you thought you could do better on. Yeah. I'm not saying 97 is not a good grade. That's a great grade. And everybody knows that's it's a good grade. It's not like, I don't think it's like being unhappy that you got a 97. Like, I think your people are still like glad that they got an A. It's more so like. I knew I could have done better. Uh-huh. Knowing that your potential was higher. And, and you didn't so like, 
don't kill yourself over the fact that you got a 97. Yeah. You know, move on and, like, work harder on the next one. You know, reflect on what you could have done better. But also, don't settle if you know you can do better, I guess, Mm -hmm. is what I'm trying to say. And I sort of think that having balance in all aspects of our life can help us with that perspective. Because if you're just staying trapped in, like, the world of school and academics all day... That it can be a very dark place, and it's constantly, like, you're constantly feeling like you need to do better, sort of, I feel like, and you're constantly seeing people that are doing better than you, and so you're just, like, stuck in the cycle of, like, devoting more and more time to it with less and less of an impact that that time is having, and I feel like by getting out of it every now and then, and even if you're talking about, like, sports, like, getting out of your, like, world of sports for a little bit can help you to step back and, like, see where that really lies in Mm -hmm. the big picture and the effect that it really has in the big picture. And I think it goes to where you find your validation. And I know that's like a deeper question that you need to really dig deep in yourself to figure out. But Mm -hmm. if you are finding your validation in school, that's going to be a very dark place that you're going to enter into because you are never, ever, ever going to be like good enough to wear you will feel, I mean, you might get 100 on a test, but that's not going to last more than a week until your next test. You know what I mean? So, like, if that's where you're finding validation, you need to do some reflecting and find somewhere else because, like, that's just going to send you down a real dark path because school is never going to make you feel like enough. There's always going to be, and even life in general, there's all, I think that's something hard that we all have to accept there is always going to be someone better than you. And isn't that amazing, though, that, like, you aren't the best? Like, you still have room to grow. Mm-hmm. So if, like, you think of it in that way, but I don't know. Like, there's – don't be searching to be, like, the best at something. Be, like, the best you that you can be, if that makes sense. I kind of agree with that. I also think it's good, though, to, like, push yourself. Oh, and also not, yeah. like – I mean, it's important to understand, like, sort of, like, your role in your... My dad always talks to me about this, but, like, he says that, like, my role in my in my school is probably going to be pretty similar to how I act in, the, like, the real world. Like, my school is, like, the little mini version of the real world, sort of. And so, like, I would, like, don't get down on yourself because you're like, oh, I might be a smart kid at my school, but there's way smarter kids at other schools. Like, you're still smart. Yeah. Honestly, everybody like, who gets to this point and can, like, handle these classes is smart, and you were smarter than you were three years ago, obviously, um, and I think it's really natural that a lot of us find our validation in some sort of form of success, whether that's winning a game or a competition or getting all A's or, you know, in what our friends say about us or families, but I also think that it's important to start like thinking about it just so that you can be aware of where you're getting it from and sort of trying to expand your circles so that you can be fulfilled in multiple areas of life that way maybe say you're having a a hard month and in school or you know your team just really isn't working well right now you're not going to be completely down on yourself and feeling like you're the worst person on the earth and if you are feeling like that I would say just kind of like remind yourself of like where you've been in the past and like that it's not gonna last forever you know like 
you're not bad at school just because you make one bad grade. That doesn't make sense. It's like those, you see those pictures? I've seen, have you ever seen those pictures that's like, don't let one bad piece color your whole day? Have you ever seen those? No, but that's a good quote. I'll have to try to find it and maybe we'll post it on the story, even though that's like slightly cheesy. It's okay. But the listeners will get it. They'll get it. Yeah. The other people will just be confused. And, but it's basically like, when you're talking about your day as a whole, like, why would you let one bad event that happens make your whole day seem bad? Mm -hmm. It just doesn't really make sense when the rest of your day was good. If all of your day was green and one little bit was red, the the day overall is still green. It's not red, you know? Um, And then also another thing that I think is important to think about when we're talking about, like, grades and stuff with school, and it's something I've been thinking about a lot lately, but it's placing blame on things. I think sometimes... Especially in subjects like the arts and humanities where it's more subjective and like you're writing and you're drawing and painting or whatever, you're creating some sort of art form and the teacher has some sort of control over your grade where like he or she kind of gets to decide what your grade is. Sometimes it's really easy to say, oh, well, they just didn't like me. That's why I got a 97 and not a 100. Or, oh, uh, they just didn't like my style of writing. They didn't like the creativity I took on it. And that's why I got a a C and not a B or a B and not an A or whatever. But I think it's also important. It's important to understand that maybe things are out of your control, but also as much as you can, I've been trying to like take accountability for when things happen. I have to remind myself of this a lot at cheer practice where like, even if I think something might've been caused by something else, what steps can I take Mm -hmm. to stop that from happening? Instead of thinking, oh, well, if they had changed this, that wouldn't have happened. Think, what can I do to stop that from happening? Like, what can I physically do? What role could I have played to improve that? And if there's nothing you can do, start looking at other areas. Like, maybe for for cheer, for example, maybe my stunt isn't going well, but what can I do in my tumbling to at least make that better, you know? Yeah. And then one last note for the underclassmen who might be listening or just, like, new to a new school or whatever, um, just try everything while you... While you still have the time. While you're still Honestly, young. I think that goes for everybody. Well, like, yeah. Don't be scared just because you're a senior to, like, join new things. Like, ask, like, literally you could ask anybody that's been a part of a club for a long time. Like, people are always happy to get new people in their communities. And it's, like, kind of fun when somebody that you've known for a while joins something that you didn't think they mm-hmm. would be in, you know? Yeah. And then, like, it's so much easier, though, when you are when a freshman yeah. or when you are a sophomore to get involved and actually understand the club that you're in or the sport or whatever and to work your way up because obviously you're still young enough to like grasp it and have enough time to you know get better at it and something one note I do want to say about this is like when you are going for like a new club new sport whatever find things that you actually care about because I know people will be like oh well this looks good on you know applications and all this stuff but as somebody who's literally doing applications right now all the little things that you do that are like oh you know this is for my college application it doesn't it doesn't matter as much as you think like if it looks colleges are looking to see that you care and that you're not just checking off a check's a checkbox. Yeah. And so if you're just doing like all the little things that you think they'll want to see, like that's not going to matter as much as if you did like multiple things or like one big thing for a cause that you really cared about, you know? And it's also so much more fun if you actually care about the cause that you're, you know, 
doing stuff mm-hmm. for. And it's like we say with, with friendships earlier, the more extracurriculars or clubs or whatever that you try, the higher the likelihood is that you're going to find those ones that you're really passionate about. Mm-hmm. And, like, for me, I feel like, like, DECA is a great example of that. Of that. Like, I did not think that I was going to like it at all going into it, and now I've, like... Like, it's become one of my favorite things. And when you enjoy something, you're just naturally going to move up into those, like, leadership roles, I feel like. And you're going to want to have more of an impact on the club or the extracurricular, whatever it is. And you'll eventually start to enjoy it more and more and more. And also with classes, I think that's important, too, to find ones that you enjoy. Like, give it a chance at first. But if you really feel like you don't enjoy it, like, maybe consider trying a different class. Because at the end of the day, school is so much better and you're going to learn so much more if you're actually interested in the things you're learning and of course that like you have to take some of the core classes but like for electives and I also think it's like a better class experience in general when like everybody is interested in it instead Mm -hmm. of everybody just being like oh like I don't want to be here right now you know and speaking of classes this is my one little soapbox moment (laughs) I know a lot of people complain about how school teaches things like algebra geometry blah blah where they should be teaching taxes and how to pay off my mortgage and student loans and all that stuff. Well, the thing is, fun fact, at least at our school, they do. And so instead of, like, taking, you know, don't get frustrated when you're not even taking advantage of those things that are being offered to you. You know what I mean? Like, instead of taking, you have an extra credit you need to cover. Instead of taking sports marketing or, you know, dance one, Why don't you take accounting? Or why don't you take personal finance? Personally, I took personal finance, and I'm in accounting right now. And so far, (laughs) they've been pretty helpful. So that's my little soapbox moment. I feel like I'm opposite on that. I prefer to learn, like, a lot of those things on my own and then, like, like, use those electives for myself to, like, almost give myself a break from, like, really, really hard, like, AP-level classes, Mm -hmm. but more so to, like, explore things that I'm really interested in and, like, get like, professional teaching on it. Like, my art classes and my German classes and all that stuff. Like well, I'm, I'm still I'm, saying, I'm gonna like, miss you art can do so that, but, like, I'm saying, like, don't complain. Yeah. Maybe, like, yeah, that's true. School should not be teaching me, like, where am I going to apply yeah. this? Like, that stuff is so important. Yeah, and it's, like, they're doing this to make you think about it and then to, like, grow your mind. And also, like, they have these classes, so if you genuinely wanted to take them. Like, don't complain unless you're going to do something about it. That's my sense. I think that's true for all of life. Yep. So, on that note, we hope you guys have a great rest of your school year. Hopefully, we will not have any more technical difficulties with this episode, and we'll get it out this coming Monday. Uh, we're recording on Friday after school. Yep. So. And if not, then we're gonna have to figure we're something gonna else have out. Another, we're gonna have another apology. We're gonna be really, so. really sad. Yeah. And figure something else out. But hopefully, either weekly or biweekly episodes from here on mm-hmm. out. And so we'll see you. See you later. Same See you time. later. Same time, maybe next week. Yep. <laughs>